Sammy was bounding home from Shul after Marev on Friday night. Running. And then stopping. Looking over his shoulder. And then running. And then stopping. And then looking over his shoulder. Finally, Chaim caught up with him. Sammy, why are you going home so fast? Sammy said, Well, you see, Chaim, my Rebbe taught us that there's a mitzvah to run on Shabbos. A mitzvah to run on Shabbos? Sammy, you got it all backwards. You're not supposed to run on Shabbos. As a matter of fact, in Zemiros, we specifically say that you're not supposed to run on Shabbos. You're supposed to take Shabbos easy, relaxed, chilled out. <laughs> That's because, Sammy said to Chaim, that's because the person who wrote the Zemiros didn't like running. My Rebbe said that although you're not supposed to run on Shabbos, when it comes to mitzvos, you're allowed to run. Did you know that? Um, I think. As a matter of fact, you're not just allowed to run on Shabbos. You're supposed to run on Shabbos, like to shul. You're supposed to run to shul on Shabbos. Because it's a mitzvah to run. And when it comes to a mitzvah, you're supposed to run. Okay. So I'm running for a mitzvah. And for another reason. Well, first of all, what's the other reason? The other reason. My Rebbe said that although adults, like the person who wrote this mirror probably, aren't allowed to run on Shabbos, Kaidash. That's because they don't like running. You know, you remember how Tati, sometimes he comes home after he takes a little exercise run. You know how he sometimes gets in the mood to exercise and run. That's right. And you know how he comes home and he's breathing like, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, and then he comes to the kitchen and he's like, oh, can I have a drink, please? Uh, ooh. And we give him a drink. And he takes a drink and drinks a little bit and he runs to the couch and he plops down on the couch and says, wake me up in a few hours. Th- that's what adults don't like doing. They don't like running, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. But kids love running. I love running. And that's why I run all the time, like in school, right? And that's why you crash into janitors who are carrying heavy buckets full of dirty water. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Do we have to? No, no, no. I'm just thinking about that. So kids love running. And so if you love running, then you're actually allowed to run on Shabbos because that's part of your Einig Shabbos. Sammy, you already have your Einig Shabbos. Remember you told Ima that she has to have her your own egg for Shabbos because of Einig Shabbos. Remember that? Yeah, yeah but... I have a lot of Onig Shabbases. One's an Onig Shabbos that I have my own egg on Shabbos. And then there's other Onig Shabbases like running on Shabbos. And also there's a mitzvah to run now. And what's the mitzvah? The mitzvah is because if I run home, I can start my Suda. And if I start my Suda, I can have dessert. And dessert is Geshmak. And it's a mitzvah to have Geshmak of food on Shabbos. That's why we have dessert on Shabbos and not during the week. Okay, fine. So you're running home because you want to eat dessert. Okay. You're running home because you find enjoy running. Fine. Unlike you, Chaim, because I run home to do mitzvahs. Okay, whatever. I don't like dessert anyway. What's dessert tonight? Ice cream, power of ice cream. I don't like power of ice cream. Oh, but there's also cookies. Really? That's right. I made them. Oh, I don't want them. You probably put your hands all over them. Well, of course, I made the cookies. How do you make cookies without putting your hands on them? Did you wash your hands first? Of course I washed my hands first time, and then I sneezed in them, and then I licked them, and then I touched all the batter. <laughs> They're all my cookies, right, Chaim? Oh, Sammy, Ugh. stop, stop being me. You know, on Shabbos, you're not supposed to do not nice things. I'm just kidding. Of course I washed my hands. Of course, anyway, Mommy made me anyway, even if I wouldn't have. I understand all that, Chaim said to Sammy, 
But why do you keep looking over your shoulder? Just then, Sammy started running again. I can't stand around. It's taking me too long. I can't stand here and just schmooze you. Catch up if you can. And Sammy ran ahead. Finally, Chaim caught up with Sammy when they reached their house. <sighs> Chaim said, See, see, you're getting to be that older person. That's what happens when you become bar mitzvah. You become bar mitzvah and you start ha 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 after you run so much. I'm a little kid. I can run as much as I want and I really enjoy it. Okay, Sammy, just just why do you keep looking over your shoulder? Because I'm making sure that they're coming with us. Who? Them. Look, I don't see anybody except Tati. And Tati, well, he's pretty far behind. He wasn't running because he's not allowed to run in Shabbos. Those malachim. Malachim? That's right. The malachim who are coming with me. I'm making sure that they're able to catch up. You know, I'm running pretty fast. I don't know if the malachim will be able to catch up. So every few minutes I look over my shoulder to see. And what do you see, Sammy? Do you see the malachim? Well, actually, no. Because I, I can't really see malachim. But I figure if I look over my shoulder, it slows me down a little bit. It gives them some time to catch up. Hopefully they're here and coming into the house with me. And they're going to hopefully see a beautiful, beautiful situation in the house. Sammy stops at the door. And he turned to his right, and he turned to his left, and he said, My dear honored Malachim, could you please wait a minute? And Sammy opened the door and peeked inside. And a big smile broke out on his face. The table was set. It was set with beautiful sets of china, glass cups, and silver silverware. It was set with those fancy napkins shaped into swans. On the table was fish, on the table was Kharain, and it was all ready for the delicious start of the Suda. And so Sammy said to the Malachim, Come inside. Ah, I can feel your bracha that you are giving me. And they came inside, Sammy, together with Chaim, and Sammy's Malachim. A few minutes later, a little bit short of breath, Sammy's father made his way inside. Sammy's father, together with Chaim, made their way to the living room and they sat on the couch and they together began to welcome the Malachim. Shalom Aleichem Sammy, meanwhile, went quietly over to the dining room table and he carefully, quietly picked up the cover of the challah and he carefully, quietly took a knife and he proceeded to cut a hole in the middle of the challah. And he picked it up to the light to make sure that both challahs were see-through. And then he put them back down on the table, back down under the covers. And then he went back to sing the rest of Shalom Aleichem and Eishes Chayel with his parents. Sheker achein ve'avel ha'yoyfi yisha yiras Hashem. And as they finished singing Yishas Chayel, his father said a few different tefillos. Then his father went to give a bracha to Chaim and to give a bracha to Eli. And meanwhile, Sammy went back to the dining room for one minute. And Sammy bent down near the challah and he began talking. And he began saying to the challah, You know, sometimes in life, people do things and a person could be embarrassed. It's very important to be minhaneh, love and venom olven, from those who are embarrassed 
and don't reply. Even if you're embarrassed, don't reply. But hopefully you won't be embarrassed. You know, it's very it's very important to develop midas of not being embarrassed when you're doing the right thing. Okay? Are you are you are you ready to are you ready for this? As Sammy was talking to the Chala, Sammy's father, mother, and brothers were standing behind him. And Sammy's father had his hand over his lips as if to conceal the smile that was rapidly turning into a laugh. And he began to cough. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Something in my throat. <laughs> Chaim wasn't so nice. He laughed outright. Only Ellie, nice, innocent Ellie, actually said to Sammy, Why are you talking to the Chala, Sammy? Oh, I don't want the Chala to be embarrassed. Embarrassed? That's right. My Rebbe told us that a reason that you cover the challah is because the challah is going to be embarrassed when... Stop. Thank you. The reason you cover the challah during the Suda of Shabbos is because the challah is going to be embarrassed that we're making a bracha on the wine before the challah. I normally make a bracha on challah before you make a bracha on wine. So since the challah is going to be embarrassed, we cover it so the challah doesn't have to see that we're making the bracha on the wine. But I know that the challah could still hear. And I don't know where the ears on the challah are to put in earplugs. So I just wanted to make the challah feel better by talking to the challah. Okay, Sammy Chaim said. Okay, as long as none of my friends are here. And his father picks up the coast and he begins to make Kiddush. Yoy mashishi vayichulu hashemayim v'oretz v'chotzvom vayichal elokim vayoy mashvim elaftoy hashirosot. And his father makes Kiddush. And he gets to the end of Kiddush. Everyone goes to the kitchen to wash. And they come back to the suda. They come back to the table getting ready for Amoitzi. And as his father sits down to make a moitzi, his father picks up the knife, he puts it on the challah board next to the challah, and then his father picks up the challahs, and he takes off the challah cover with eyes wide, and he points to the challahs, and he points to his wife, and he points to the challahs, and she comes over, <gasps> and they hold up the challahs, and they're able to see through the chalas. And Chaim, who had not yet washed, came running into the dining room. What happened? And he saw the chalas. And he saw Sammy sitting with a big smile on his face. And he saw his father sitting with a big frown on his face. And he saw his mother's hands attached to her cheeks in wonder. And he looked at Sammy and he said, Sammy, what did you do to these chalas? Oh. Uh, uh, oh, uh, 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 Sammy said, unable to communicate because <laughs> he had washed. <sighs> Chaim went to the kitchen, pulled two matzahs out from the cabinet and brought them to his father. And then he went to wash himself. And as Chaim was sitting down, all of a sudden, Sammy began to go, Boo! 
boo, and stamping his feet, and stamping his hands. Aww. Even Ellie didn't know what was going on. Oh, And then, to make matters worse, after they made Amotzi, and his father was eating his matzah, his father went to cut the first challah. He started cutting the challah, and he heard a ripping sound as he was swallowing his piece of matzah, and everyone around the table was swallowing their kezayas matzah. And he looked at what was ripping, and he noticed it was a piece of paper inside the challah. And he opened up the challah with his hands, and he pulled out a paper that said on top of it, Mishnah. And there were questions on Mishnah's Makos. His father swallowed and said, Sammy, what in the world is going on here? Sammy swallowed and said, aren't you proud of me, Tati? I am following the halacha that my Rebbe taught us this week in class so perfectly. You should be full of pride, full of joy, full of nachas that I am such a tzaddik. I mean, not a tzaddik, but, but I'm listening to halacha so much. And his father said, Sammy, I don't understand. Please explain it to me. And Sammy said, oh, it's very easy. First of all, Tati, my Rebbe taught us that on Shabbos, when you make hamotzi, you have to have holes in your challah. What? You have to have holes in your challah to make hamotzi. I think your Rebbe might have meant you have to have whole challahs to make hamotzi. Oh. Oh. Uh oh, that's, you sure that's again? I'm definitely sure. You can't make hamotzi on challahs that are holy. Of course the challah has to be holy, Tati. How, of course you want it to be kadosh, no? I meant, I meant holy with holes. You can't make it on holy challah like this. This is chaser, it's missing. It's missing pieces. You have to have a shalem. It has to be complete. It has to be whole. Not holy. I mean, not with holes. Oh. But, but I don't understand. What's this paper inside the challah? Oh, because my Rebbe taught us that the challah on, on, on Shabbos is called Lecha Mishnah. That means it's bread from Mishnah's class. So I figured, I don't have to get, I, I mean, mommy make big the challah on, on Thursday night, so I couldn't get it in Mishnah's class. So I figured, I'll just put some Mishnah's class into the challah, and that'll be Lecha Mishnah. The Lecha from Mishnah class, because it has my Mishnah sheets inside. Oh, Sammy. And then Chaim spoke up, and Chaim said, but Sammy, just explain to me one thing. Why in the world... Why in the world did you go boo? Oh, that's obvious. I don't even need to explain it, but if you want, I'll explain it. Because my Rebbe said that on, on Shabbos, we have two challahs to remember Haman. To remember Haman? That's right. To remember Haman. How Haman was hanged with one son on top of him and one son on the bottom of him or something like that. What? Yeah, my Rebbe said, it's to remember Zecher Haman. No, Sammy, his father said, no, 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 no. That's not what your Rebbe meant. It's not. Your Rebbe meant Zecher, a remembrance, for the Mun. The Mun. Zecher Haman. To remember the Mun and the Midbar that fell, that had do on top and do on the bottom. And that's why we covered on top and covered on the bottom. And that's why we have double portion. Lecha Mishnah, a double portion. It's not to remember Haman. Oh. So you mean we're not giving out Shalach Manas today? I prepared some Shalach Manas for Eli and Chaim. Some candy I bought for them special. Because for Onik Shabbos, they get Lecha Mishnah and they get Haman bread. I mean, Haman treats. No. no, That's not what we're doing with it. I'm sorry, Sammy. I'm very sorry. Oh. 
Okay. Everyone, now that the things were settled, the paper was removed from the challah, and the challah was cut properly, and everyone was sitting at the table, and took pieces of fish. Sammy took his fish, and he said, Hanini mukhana mizuman. Lekayim mitzvahs achilas gefilte fish. The mitzvah of eating gefilte fish. My Rebbe said that one of the things we do in honor of Shabbos, special for Shabbos, is we eat gefilte fish. So it's a mitzvah to eat gefilte fish. You know, my Rebbe told me that there's a whole special river in Eretz Yisrael that's full of gefilte fish. And the way you know you catch, you know how they serve gefilte fish with carrots? You know why they serve carrots? Because the way you catch a gefilte fish is you put carrots on the end of your fishing line. And you put it in the water, and the gefilte fish love carrots, and they grab the they grab onto the line, and then that that's what Rebbe told me. Your Rebbe really said that? I, I think so. Maybe your Rebbe was joking. Maybe, but but I, I I didn't think so. I asked him how many how do they see the fins and scales on gefilte fish, and he says they take them off before they serve them. Ma ima, did you take the gefilte fish skins and scales off before fins and scales off before you served it? It, it? Are they like in the garbage so I can look at them to make sure that the fish is kosher? Uh, I, I didn't take off. Oh, they, then how do we eat the gefilte fish if we don't know if it's kosher? If it doesn't have fins and scales? Um, cause cause it came in a box that said O U. Oh Baruch Hashem. Okay, fine. Okay. Meanwhile, the suda went on, and towards the end of the suda, Chaim. Excused himself early. He didn't want any cookies. He wasn't sure if Sammy really washed his hands. He didn't want any ice cream. He didn't like it. His father gave him permission to bench. And he was very tired. You see, Chaim had joined a new program in school that got him up a half hour earlier than usual every single day. So Chaim was way more tired than usual. Ah, delicious. This dessert is yummy, Sammy said to his mother. Thank you, Sammy. I appreciate that. I appreciate your complimenting the cookies and the ice cream. Just then, Chaim came bursting into the dining room. Sammy? Yes, Chaim? Sammy, did you leave the light on in our bedroom? No. Well, the light's on in our bedroom. I know. Did you leave it on? No. So then why is it on? Because I turned it on. I didn't leave it on. I turned it on. That's different. Why did you leave the light on? I didn't leave it on. I turned it on. Oh, fine. Why did you turn the light on? Well, because it's a mitzvah to leave lights on, on Shabbos. That's why mommy lights Shabbos neros. What are you talking about? We learned in school that there are two reasons why we light Shabbos neros. One reason is because it helps enik Shabbos because you can eat your food better and enjoy better if you could see it. And that's why we light Shabbos neros usually where we eat. But there's another reason, in general, because it's much more better for the shalom bias. It makes more peace in the house when you can see where you're going. Because if you leave things on the floor, then people are going to trip over them if it's dark. But if it's light and there's light, you can see. So you, so, so, so then, so then it's better. So in our bedroom, Chaim, we have a lot of stuff on the floor. And there's lots of toys and clothes and sandwiches. Sandwiches? Yeah, I, I, I forgot to empty my backpack, so I dumped my sandwich out, on, and I was going to bring it downstairs to throw in the garbage, but I forgot. It's it's a salami sandwich. A salami sandwich with some peanut butter. Ew, gross, salami and peanut butter. Yeah, and, and it kind of got smeared onto the carpet. Onto the carpet! So I didn't want you to step on it, because I'm a really nice guy. And and I also uh, spilled some pickle juice near near near, the, near your bed, and I wouldn't want you to step in the pickle juice that's near your bed, so I was leaving the light on, so you'd be able to see it. We'd have shell and bias. We wouldn't have to fight, because you wouldn't step in stuff and me ban at me. Oh. So you see, I was really doing it to make Shalom Bias. Sammy, now I'm not going to be able to sleep all Shabbos evening, all tonight. I'm not going to be able to sleep because I can't sleep with the light on. Actually, Chaim, you could. 
you know, last week, you fell asleep with the light on. I fell asleep with the light on last week? Yeah. The light was on in the downstairs, in the living room. Fell asleep in your bedroom. So you see, you could fall asleep with the light on. Now, it just happens I made the light in the bedroom also. So you'll fall asleep, if you want, in the living room with the light on in the bedroom. That works, no? Sammy, I think your light for Shalom Bias is creating a lot of not Shalom Bias. Tati and Mommy looked at each other and then looked at Sammy. Sammy, next time before you leave a light on, please ask our permission. Chaim? Yes? Sammy was trying to help. You know, Ma, somehow whenever Sammy tries to help, it always turns out backwards. So maybe, Sammy, you shouldn't help, okay? Chaim? Yes, Mommy? If Sammy doesn't help me around the house, guess who's going to have to do all the work around the house? Ellie? No, Chaim. Ellie's not old enough to do a lot of the jobs. It would fall upon your shoulders. So just be thankful for Sammy's help. Okay, Ma, I'll be very thankful for Sammy's help when he's married and helping his wife. And that's the story for the day. Goodbye, goodbye.